Thank you for tuning in to the human training your dog is begging for. Uh, if you need help understanding your dog and their behaviors, you've come to the right place. From training, behavior, emotional issues, or just the health and happiness of your dog, we want to help you understand your dog better, learn more about creating behaviors you'd like to see more, and hopefully learn how to replace some of those behaviors you'd like to see less of. Our goal is to help you and your dog improve your relationship. Basically, have a dog that's a joy to live with. And we are Charles and Laura Countryman, the co-founders of Canine Culture Dog Training here in Dallas, Texas. Actually, we're in Carrollton, but it's basically Dallas, uh, the DFW area anyhow. And as always, Senior Trainer and Head of Dog Evaluations, Wyatt, joins us today. Hello. And then today we have a special guest, Miss Kimberly. She uh, is our Head Stylist in our grooming department and good morning Kimberly good morning and today we're going to be discussing with Kimberly to groom or not to groom um if you're not into grooming you still want to uh listen and the reason is it's not just a haircut it's actually the health of your pup in many instances there's more to grooming than a haircut a lot of people just think grooming oh I have a doodle or a poodle, I need grooming. I have a shepherd, I don't need grooming. Or I have a chow, I don't need grooming. There's so many breeds that need to see a groomer. (laughs) And um, a lot of people, I think, Kimberly, don't realize that their dog could physically be in an immense amount of pain because they have not seen a groomer. Mm -hmm. What what, what causes that? Um, Well, the ones that need haircuts... So the ones that need haircuts, it's more about um, their quality of coat, the different textures, because they have different textures. Not all doodles are the same. Not all Maltese's are the same. There's all different textures as far as bath dogs go. Um, What's a bath dog? So like you have your flat coat dogs, non-cutting dogs, German Shepherds, uh, Dobermans, Roddies, Labs. Um, bulldogs, bulldogs are another demon to keep track of as far as like skin issues and whatnot. So, um, non haircut dogs, if the dog has less than a couple millimeters of hair, it's probably going to be a bath dog. Although you'd be surprised. Some people do ask me to, to shave their labs and which I don't, but then that's the feet. That's a whole nother. Yes. So, <laughs> that's I mean, a whole nother <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But um, so, yeah, going back to that is skin issues. You know, you got to kind of be on top of skin issues, whether it's a haircut dog or a bath dog. Um, kind of watch your dog's behavior because sometimes their skin might not be a skin issue. It'll also be a gut issue, which is what I'm finding out with my dog. It's a diet thing. So, but the, the diet affects the skin and the fur and all that stuff. So yeah. you just kind of got to be in tune to your dog and the behaviors and the way he normally is or she is normally is. And um, just kind of ask somebody and like get me. a regular bath <laughs> yeah, so, like with, with the same stylist or we, yeah, call, we you, call our groomer stylist. But yeah. uh, if you went to a, a regular groomer, then they would actually be able to pick up on things that mm-hmm. you aren't picking up yeah. just by petting your dog. And yeah, exactly. It's even with, so we work on dogs that are a little aggressive and one of the dogs I groom, she trained here and, um, she actually hurt her neck at home and her owner was aware of it and was like, oh yeah, well her neck is a little sore today. 
but I'm going to go ahead and get her groomed. And I'm ha and I had her on a table and she is a challenge, Sophie. And, um, but Sophie's normal aggression wasn't, she wasn't even, she was too in pain to even be aggressive. And it was more of like, I'm going to touch you here. And she's, so I called her owner and I'm like, you know, I can't proceed with this groom. I think you need to take her to the the vet a little sooner than the appointment she had set for that day. So it's just being in tune to your room and knowing she had pulled a muscle in her neck. So, um, in her neck and then there was something else going on in her back. So she was on pain medicine for like two weeks and, um, she came back about a month later. Cause that was also when we had our storms, Yeah. but your normal vet might not, I mean, your normal groomer may not have not knowing her, you know, they just, they could have made the situation, you know, a little more worse. worse. Right. And having you more worried and having you spend or money. Or a new groomer if you're not seeing the exactly. same one over and over because they're not familiar with exactly. the dog's typical personality. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, when you have your stylist, your human hair stylist or your barber. Even with my kids, I just, I feel like, oh, my God, I'm cheating on my barber. <laughs> <laughs> cheating on my barber. Yeah, so I'm cheating. My son's cheating on the barber because he wants to go somewhere else. But, you know, and that's the relationship that we build with our, our clients and our dogs. I mean, I don't I don't give my personal cell phone number out, but there are a few clients that do have it, and they'll text me. And, you know, so there's that, too. So, it, um, but, yeah. So, Kimberly, um, Kimberly is one of the original People. People that joined us, yep. uh, employees, family member, whatever. Mm. Uh, so when we first opened Canine Culture was August 1st, 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> um, and for those of you that are listening to the podcast that are unfamiliar with our facility, um, when we leased the space, it was 43,000 square feet. It was a former indoor soccer center that we converted into a dog training facility. Since then, we've added about another 6,000 square feet for uh, high-end uh, deluxe and luxury boarding and play areas. Um, when we first opened, most of the lights in the building were off because it was just me and Laura that first month. Mm -hmm. And then Wyatt joined us uh, about a month and a half after we were open, roughly. Um, Roughly. And then you. Yep. You were, you were employee number two. Yep. Um, not counting Laura and I. So the four of us, and then Michelle and Fabian. Yep. Because Fabian joined us in October, and Michelle late October as well, late October. Um, so the four, five, six of us are literally the only six people here that have done every aspect of every job mm -hmm. in this building. Except from, for grooming. Yeah, I have not groomed. <laughs> you have not. I bathe dogs, have but I have not given no. any haircuts, <laughs> and you do not want me to give your dog hair. No. no. <laughs> but, That's why uh, I don't touch people here. <laughs> from, I you know, We were our okay. own kennel techs when yep. we first started. Uh, dog janitorial crew at night. Yep. Uh, oh, we slept here a couple nights a week. Yep. Receptionist. Um, yeah. Receptionist. <laughs> Obviously, dog training. Uh, yeah. I mean, literally. The Electrician. Electrician. The four mm -hmm. of us have done every aspect mm. of everybody's job here and if um, you, you wow. see this place now the windows yeah the windows employees. lots of windows wow. so let's get back to grooming yeah. yeah so tell us about poodles and doodle dogs what special needs do they need that sometimes doodle people do not know especially first time because yeah. doodles are the rage yeah you know, or you know yeah. i don't know the rage but mm -hmm. they're so popular and most people have never had a poodle before but now they have a doodle mm -hmm. and they don't know 
I don't think they know yeah. what they're really supposed to do. Because they're thinking they're getting And how a, often they're I, supposed yeah. to do it. Because I think some people get poodles or doodle, like a golden doodle, and they think it's going to be like a golden retriever hair. Mm-hmm. It is not. So explain no. doodle hair. And maybe they think they just need a bath. Bath. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So, yeah. G- give a brand new doodle owner great advice right now. <laughs> okay. So with, with doodles and poodles and anything... Um, Anything with hair is just the brushing technique. So, and then the brushing, the brush itself. So you have like your wire slicker brush. They have a wire slicker brush. Yes, okay. they have the so wire slicker if brush. They Google that and come right up. Yeah, okay. it would come up, and um, there should be multiple pictures of that. And they have ones designed for doodles too. But um, it's a brushing technique. You wanna. A lot of people just go like down, like the one direction down, away right. from like the head downward. To the Tail. To the tail with and the coat, how it's yeah, done. it's like with the grain, I guess. Coats lay yeah, right. and so but that's fine for the top coat, but and there will be no matting under there. But then you have the undercoat. So what I always tell people when they're matted is you got to go against the grain. So from on the back, it would be from the tail up. You want to get the hair and you yeah, do it in reverse. sections reverse. You want to go that way because the brush is going to pull the hair from the root up. And then when then when you go up the back, then when you're done, you would go back from back the neck from to the, the tail. And that would get the top coat. And with the legs, it's the same thing, but opposite direction. So w- instead of going from the, the shoulder down, you're going to go from the foot up. And that's against that grain. And you want to kind of just you know, brush it up. It up. Yeah, it up. you're kind of so like... Kind of teasing it like you would, and you want to do it in sections because, you know, it, you just can't go up and down depending the on the length yeah. Of the length, right. So you got to go in sections, and then once you go up the way, then you want to go back down uh, to the normal normal way of brushing. So brushing is key. Um, if you don't brush, what happens? So like with the doodle, they or a poodle. so they they mat up, and then they like the up. thing they mat up, they mat up very badly, um, especially if they get wet. And I'm talking not even just bath dogs. Like if they're out in the rain or playing in a puddle, and oh, I'm just gonna wash the dog, and you know you're not, and they'll they'll start a tangle. And what I tell people is basically like a ponytail. A woman who has a ponytail on her hair, the knot basically just gets tighter as if you were pulling the ponytail like this. And what it is, is the knot's going to continuously get tighter and tighter and tighter. And what it does is it'll eventually tear the skin. So if you're not... And it's incredibly painful. It's very painful. It's bleed. You know, you start abscesses, um, skin irritations, just kind of... Or even if it doesn't cause an abscess, if your dog is being a little grumpy or out of sorts they could be in pain because mm-hmm. of these knots because it's basically you're running around you know the knots are just pulling and it's it's just like someone pulling your hair 24 7 in the wet they get wet and then they dry regardless if it's a bath or getting wet in the rain um it's just constantly there and then some people will brush but they're not getting that undercoat so they're thinking their dog's not matted and they don't understand when i tell them oh i gotta shave your dog and i'm like you know they're like but it's not matted and i'm like well this is where it's at, and I'll show it, it you. It's, it's matted from the, the skin. Coat. Yes, the yeah. undercoat. That, they that, just see the top coat. Oh, it's yes. not matted. But underneath that, yeah, it's that, that skin pretty up. exterior mm-hmm. coat, there's a whole mess going Yeah, on. and other times they do know they're matted because it's literally like a wall. Like it's like sharing a sheep if you've ever seen a video. of It's mm-hmm. literally like I've shaved dogs where I've had their whole body just – in the other than the little slices or cuts, you know, to to get the, the hair off, I've had full body dogs mm-hmm. on the floor, like 
the, yeah. the shape yeah. of the dog's it's like, body. It's like you took <laughs> yeah, a sheet. like a wall, like yeah. a yeah, like a wall of hair. Yeah, and it shouldn't come out. Like no, that and then that's that means it's mad. Yeah, it's and it's, it's very very painful, very very painful, and then it's very expensive. So yeah, very expensive, very expensive <laughs> because, because then it's so time consuming. It's time consuming, and they're like, "Well, you shaved my." In in a little bit of pain going through this process, so it, it usually takes. Two people, because one has to help hold the dog, because mm-hmm. the dog is not enjoying this either. Nope. And then as far as, like, the charging that goes along with it, well, you shaved my dog down, and it was, I don't understand why you're charging me dematting fees, because you didn't take the mats off. You just shaved them off. And that's that's just like, a, it's you, when you're shaving them, you have to use a certain kind of blade, and you can't just zip on through it. It's not going to take, like, You'll the normal them. two and a half, three hours. This is not a sheep. It's no, it's, it's yes. And yeah. when the skin is being pulled up, yeah. Yeah. you don't want to cut that skin, and it's already and, and you have to take to your rip. time, or you're going to cut the dog. Yes, because the skin yeah. can it's actually get caught up into the blade, and yeah. the way the blade moves, it's kind of like if you think of... Um, the pistons in your engine. So the blade itself is designed like that. You have the top blade and then you have this under blade that's going like this. So if you're not careful, the skin can get sucked up into the blade and that doesn't leave a straight cut. It's not just like cutting a dog with scissors. You're going to get like this, this weird little thing of of cut and it's a lot bigger than, yeah, it's really weird. Um, I've seen them. I've never done it, but I've seen them. It's very time consuming because (laughs) you have to take so many precautions to not harm the dog. And then you get into your shampoos because the skin is like usually damaged or or sore. So then I'll recommend shampoo like that might help kind of rejuvenate the skin and kind of heal the skin. So we have different shampoos for that as well. And those are expensive. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Cause yes. Well, you also now got to worry about your dog overheating or being too cold because they lost all that insulation. Yeah. Yeah, Cause the natural defense is gone. Overheat if it's cold and you just went from wearing a jacket to naked, naked out in the cold. (laughs) Yeah. In the winter time. Yeah. 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 And so in, in some people kind of get, the hint and some people don't and uh, you'll be surprised and it could be just the dog is just you know all for me they might be better for them when they're at home because when they're at home they're more comfortable so of course and it's their parents so they give their parents more of a hard time and for us you know they might not be that challenging so that's when i'll say well you know you could bring it we have the we have different things that we offer not so you could bring them in before a haircuts do like if you need your dog if you can't brush your dog just need a brush out yeah, yeah. Bring, bring them in for a brush out yeah. bring if, them in if for brushing your dog mm-hmm. uh this this process for especially judos is too i don't know time consuming or your dog won't cooperate with mm-hmm. you like you yeah. said then take your dog to a groomer for a regular brush out yeah. um mm-hmm. to prevent those mattings from occurring and what about then, their ears? So with ears, it's kind of like there's a new th- con- well, not controversy, but there's new things. Some people are for plucking the, the ears of of dogs, and it's not just doodles that have hair in the ears. It's different breeds, Schnauzers, Maltese, any any of those dogs. You look in your dog's ear, and if it looks like an old man ear, then they need to usually the the old school way was to pluck it out because what happens is is the wax builds up onto the hair, and it could lead to like inner ear infections, or it could start that way. So back in the day and to now, you know, usually we pluck out the ear, and there's a special antiseptic powder that we use we put it in there and it, it it deadens the root and it also helps you grip so we put that in there i usually let it sit in there like a minute i'll put it in both ears and i let it sit in there a minute but if it's a new dog you know they're not gonna like it it's not pleasant um it's just like you know going to the dentist i think maybe worse yeah. i mean, I mean think about it. if you have a mustache just 
pluck all the hair out of your mustache. Yeah. So how often should they do that so it build up? So usually for like, usually I tell my people for like haircuts, it's like six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a tidy up or six to eight weeks, four to six weeks for a bath dog. That's a dog just coming in to get the nails and ears and um, a bath. Um, But again, you got to be kind of in tune with your dog, you know, and I know people have busy lives. Um, you're not gonna, some people don't have time to worry about that stuff. That's why they bring them to us, but you kind of gotta, you know, you take a responsibility to have this dog. Then you need to take, it's just like a child. You need to take the extra responsibility for their health, for their health. And so, um, but yeah, so you want to pluck, um, like I said, it's hit or miss with the plucking. I check the ears out. If I feel like it's this dog or if I smell something that's a little funny, I don't pluck their ears. I just recommend them to take them to the vet and let the vet check um, because it's not worth it. Because it could be an ear infection. It could be a starting of an ear infection. Me plucking the ear could cause an ear infection. So it's kind of like having common sense. Um, some people even, some of my people, they just, they tell me, oh, don't worry about plucking the ears. And, you know, I'm like, okay, that's fine. I make a special note. But usually, you know, I check the dog's ears out and if they need it and it's really bad, then I'll get it done, you know, because you can kind of also tell by the dog's behavior. Um, they get used to it after so long. Yeah. Um, it, they just stand there and it's nothing to them. But other dogs, it's not. So that causes other issues, too. So it's kind of it's back and forth with the air plucking thing. So okay. sometimes it's personal preference. Yeah. How early should they start getting their dogs groomed? You should expose the dogs probably like... Probably within the first couple of weeks of getting a dog. So you get a dog, what, eight weeks? Usually is the normal time to get a dog's eight weeks. Um, Depending on the breed, you know, you want to get them used to their nails being touched. It's not just touching them, but the the pressure of the clippers. I prefer Dremels. I use the Dremel. Um, But some dogs actually act better with the clippers. So it's getting them in about... You know, get to know your dog. So you get your dog at eight weeks, maybe about three weeks in to having your pup. Bring them on in to just to kind of get them a bath or... You know, if it's a do it's to the process, but without having to get groomed. Yeah. So, yeah, you bring them in and you might not need a bath, but, you know, we could just kind of do like some kind of play with the ears. Just kind of get an idea because the behaviors, it's just like with training, these behaviors start happening. And if they're not exposed, it's just like, you know, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you throwing me on this table? Yeah. With a stranger in this strange place and this weird smells and, you know. You should do that with every puppy. You really should. Yeah. Not just every puppy. Puppy class, one of the things we do is put them on the table and pass the pup, have lots of people touch their ears, mm-hmm. touch their yeah. rump, touch their tail, their toes. Yeah. Get them used to basically in prep for a vet visit. So this way they're not associating getting a shot every time they go on a, yeah. get put yeah. on a table or mm-hmm. for grooming. So they're not getting clipped every time they get put on a table. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just like a kid, every time you go to the doctor, they get a shot. They don't like. Yeah, I hated uh, when I was a kid. They only, I literally <laughs> the only the time, time you get shot was for your annual <laughs> yeah. shots. I despised going to the doctor as a kid. So, how yeah. often should you do their nails? Say you rescued a dog, and their nails probably have never been done. How long does it take to get that quick? back to normal because you can't just chop the whole nail off Mm -mm. so that's that's, they don't have human no no so that's why i prefer the dremel because the you can tell where the nail stops and the quick begins um by the shape of the nail but being on the computer or this you can't see yeah so um so basically you bring them on in and um I like the Dremel. so the dremel you know you kind of dremel them back but i would say i usually tell my guys every two weeks 
About every if two it's weeks. every two weeks to help, the, it'll take about. So if it's kind of killing two birds with one stone, if you have a dog that's evil for its nails or or, or not cooperative, some dogs will try and. They just you. yeah. Some will straight up try to pickles. attack. Yes, yeah, so pickles. <laughs> yes, Wyatt's dog. I only do Wyatt's dog when Wyatt holds his dog because pickles hates as me. As long as I hold him, he's brave. Yes. <laughs> other than that, he's like Cujo. Room. Does not cooperate. Yes, he he's like Cujo. So we do have Cujos, and and I do I and I kind of. Same thing with cats. Um, I, I like I take it as a challenge to do like the the the, the, the you do not cats? Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> and not yet, but we're getting we're working towards we're it. Working we're working towards keeping. Yes, open up the cat. Do you, but, can you explain what a quick is for people that do not know so what that is? So quick is like, all right, so my, I don't have nails because I bite my nails. And but we all have. Off. But quick. we have nails, yeah. yes. Yeah. So like basically it's where your nail ends and your skin begins. So like if you like when you have babies and you cut that baby's nail uh, too short that first time, mm -hmm. that's like quicking a dog. So um, it bleeds, it hurts, it's uncomfortable. It's, sensitive. it's very yeah. sensitive. Yeah. And then you start, and then that also introduces a fear. So um, what you do is, is I always tell people to bring your dog in every two weeks. If, mm -hmm. if they have that fear and if they have those long quicks, within, I would say, six months, maybe at maybe not the worst case scenario, but usually within six months, you will have a dog that both is not, is getting used to and desensitized to the, the process, process mm -hmm. and getting that quick to and receive back. And now the quick is back where it mm -hmm. should, should be. be yeah. And now yeah. it'll be a and then you do it like every six to eight weeks um, or every, bath. yeah, whenever you get the bath. Yeah. And um, not all dogs need their nails clipped. Uh, nope. mm -mm. Some dogs do a great naturally. job of just naturally wearing them down. Mm -hmm. um, one of our dogs does a great job with his back feet, but not his front feet. Yeah. So he just needs his front feet clipped yep. and because how he plays walks. and walks. Uh, yeah. He just doesn't wear those front uh, nails down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what we do. We look and, and we, like I said, the, the Dremel is pretty good. Um, and it's just like a normal Dremel, not the little fancy doggy Dremels. You just get a Lowe's Dremel, and it works really well. It lasts a long time. And then, again, like I said, some dogs are fearful of that because of, one, the, the vibration and the sound. They don't like the way it feels, so they'll prefer the clippers over it. And then, you know, or if you have a dog that's nails are way long. Now, one thing you could do uh, as a dog owner is, like Kimberly said, go to Walmart or Lowe's, just buy it. A normal Dremel. Mm -hmm. Turn it on. They look. Give them a snap. Mm -hmm. Turn it on. They look. Give them a snap. Yeah. Turn it on. Touch the butt, not the <laughs> grinding operating Ending part. Of it, yeah. uh, yeah. Up against uh, your dog and give them a snap. Mm -hmm. Just desensitize them to the noise and the vibration of it. Mm -hmm. And then tap their toenail with the, the actual grinding mm -hmm. part. And then give them a snap. There's so much that you as a... Uh, that are, Pet owners can do to desensitize and get mm -hmm. their dog used to that Dremel. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Maybe you never need a you know, a yeah. to do your dog's nails. Well, you, you probably will. Stay. Most dogs have dew claws yeah. that don't naturally grind down, and those yes. will grow into the pad. Most yeah. dogs, yeah. They, you just do it on their checkups, and they just right. do a show cut, and they cut it all the way back yeah. and heal it, and it's not a big deal. But some dogs that quick that uh, dew claw, which is People that don't know what a dew claw is, it's, it's like, like thumb. the thumb. It's kind of mm -hmm. up the the leg a little bit, and it's that little. It looks useless, but it's, it's connected. Claw, but not all the time, connected. though. That's the yeah. problem with that too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they're not, yeah, if they're not connected, 
I used to work for a vet, and my vet they would tell, yeah, just yeah. like while they're under for something, just zip them off because it off. Yeah. it's a dangerous it's like a appendix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's useless, useless and it's dangerous. If it gets caught on something, it'll tear, and it will tear, it's and blood. it's a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. So, if uh, quick advice you ever give a tip, get your dog anytime your dog goes under for anything. If your vet hasn't already said, hey, let's take the dew claws off, take your dog's dew claws if off. If they're not attached. If, but if they're if, attached, you cannot do that. The ones yeah. are attached yeah. to the bone. And it's yeah. doable. It's just expensive. Right. And yeah. it's a yeah. surgery. Yeah. Okay. And here's another question. Me and one of the trainers were talking about her dog and his anal glands. Uh-oh. Can you explain oh, yeah. anal glands? What is, and what what is they, up with anal they? expressions and, and why? Because her dog <laughs> expressed his anal glands all over her bed. And it oh, was a horrible oh, idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, yeah, she was not. Throw it away. Oh, I throw the whole bed away. No, you can wash it. That's just a Oh, no, she threw... I bet. Not the bed away, but everything. The mattress. Oh, oh my lord, <laughs> it's washable. No, okay. Well, because I'm a groomer and that stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, same thing. I wear. oh yeah. Anyway, long story. So anal, anal glands are. Yeah, my, I don't understand what they are, why they are, and I call what's it, going on. So what are they first? So uh, the technical term for anal glands is basically it's the lubricant that's in the butt or the in the anus that help lubricate the poop as it comes out. So it's not like. Hurts. We do. Okay. I think yeah. that's what I, I was actually talking to somebody about that. I was like, people have anal glands, and I'm like, I think we do. Okay, but I don't know. Anyway, so I call it butt juice, and butt my husband. Juice. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get the butt juice out. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, my husband hates that. But anyway, uh, yes, the anal glands. Anal so it's gland. a useful thing, but why do some get? Because it, it. So they express it themselves naturally, mm-hmm. but sometimes. It so as it's doing its job, they have these two little pockets on the side. I, they kind of um they they retain the fluid. So sometimes if they're not if they're not ex, if it's not expressing on itself naturally, it'll kind of collect in those two little pockets. And to me, they feel like two little grapes on the side of the butt. Okay. Um. So um, what happens is is one if the dog if it's too full the dog will start scooting because it's I guess it would be itchy and yeah, pressure. So if your dog's um, scooting, that's yeah, it's like usually a sign. the yeah, it's okay. one of the signs. So like and then what not, what also happens is is if because I've had this happen on my table when a dog is like giving me a heart, it's that if either they're excited or they're fear and the fear they'll release it on their own. Um, Almost like a fart. Yes, kind of. and it's like a wet fart, and it's gross, right. and it's disgust. It's stinky, and I've had it on me, and ugh. it's gross. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. very nasty. It's a distinct odor. If you smell it, you know it. But anyway, so when you bring them to the groomer, um, but then also some breeds, it's you're not supposed to express the glands. I think it's um the pointer dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't like you to do it. But anyway, it's just you kind of, it's kind of like milking a cow kind of thing. It's kind of like all right, so you have the butt. The butthole right here, and then you have the little spots, say, like, uh, what is that, 3 o'clock or 9 o'clock or whatever. Anyway, you want to come up behind it, and you're just kind of squeezing it out. But you have to, like, shield it with your hands so it doesn't get in your face, your hair, and all over you. (laughs) But you need to get it out. Good tip. You don't want it in your face and your hair and all Yes, and honestly, it's like you might think this is Honestly, you want a groomer. Yes, you yeah. want the groomer to do it because you do people not want to are like, experiment with yeah. this. or your vet, your vet, because <laughs> or the, your vet, yeah. because the problem I've been I've been taught how to do it internally and externally. Internally, it's a little more. You need more. Like internally, you're definitely gonna glove up and you need KY or some kind of lubricant because you got to put your fingers in the butt and squeeze from inside out. So I don't do them internally. So. 
The only way I don't get them done is if your dog puckers up. They pucker up is basically they they suck everything inward and I can't grab it. It's just like those two little grapes on the right. side are just pulled all the way to the back and you can't get them. So a lot of times... Like, so people do, should get their yeah, dog Yeah, we, get, we get them done express. It's called like, express. Yes, expression. And we do report cards here. So usually um, at the end of the groom, I'll give a little report card and I'll be like, oh, your baby puckered up. So I wasn't able to do your glands. If it becomes an issue, you know, you might have to speak to your vet about it because they may need to get it done internally because internally. they puckle it. Yeah. Right. Are there certain breed size dogs or whatever that have more problems with the anal glands or is it all dogs? I think bulldogs tend to have because they, well, they tend to have a lot of issues with the skin, the bulldogs. Um, but no, usually uh, the problems I've had, I've seen is bulldogs and like maybe little dogs like Yorkies and Maltese sometimes they get impacted um, for whatever reason. What about common breeds like uh, golden retrievers and terriers do they need their uh, glands expressed or no? if you can get them again it's with those guys it's usually a puckering thing oh, okay. wow. if, if they like pucker too much okay. but yeah um it's hit or miss usually i go back there and i feel if it feels if i feel those big grapes i'm like all right well if i'll just kind of get what i can get and i don't force it never force it because and that's how you could rupture a gland kind of a oh. takeaway for those listening would be if your dog is dragging their hind end across the grass a lot they probably they got probably something going on back there glands mm -hmm. or worms Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. there's some itching. Yes. Going yes. On. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anal glands or something is sticking out of their butt. <laughs> yes. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because it's not just worms, but I've seen strings hanging out there. It just oh, depends you on what kind of. Yeah. Yes. Leaves, sticks, um, worms. Um, I've seen. What worms. about uh, shedless? Oh, so shedless. yes, yeah. So that's what those. That's what going shooting back into like um, your non. Yeah, mostly bathing dogs, um, non haircut dogs, like shepherds, shepherds, um, even your chows. Yeah, chow shepherds, retrievers, the cow dogs, huskies, um, anything when they have triple coats, double coats, and triple coats. Okay, so not so much laps. Um, um, labs, it's kind of like, depends yeah, on it depends the on their coats because Somehow. I've had a pit bull that, I mean, his hair was like this, but it was yeah. like, he splinted off here. It was bad. Oh, wow. He shed it a lot, but I don't know if it was, I don't know, okay. who knows? That was 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, so shed less, our shed less is, is a special package and it can add on package. You add it onto the bath and it's like a special shampoo that we use that basically, it, um, it gets the, the, the hair that's dying or already dead. It helps remove it Freedom. faster. Yeah. And so, and it gets about 85 to 90% of all that off. Your, your dog is still going to kind of sprinkle off here because it continues to Especially work. Especially for the first few days following. Yeah, yeah. So you want to, and I always tell my guys, I was like, all right, there should be, some, there might be some sprinkling of hair. It depends on the breed again. Some dogs don't, some some dogs do. So you're going to have to brush your dog for the next few days just to kind of get that, help yeah. it along. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a special, uh, it's a longer process. It's about an extra hour and a half or so of depending on the dog and how bad their coat is of brushing and blow drying so we have like these handheld dryers that we use it's high velocity dryers and it's basically snowing hair it's kind of cool i took in a few videos of it because it's kind of cool looking and how know. often does someone do that same thing it's like um watch your dog's time? coat like n um probably like the four to six weeks oh wow okay it, during that shedding but it probably season during the season, yeah, yeah. the season yeah the winter you wouldn't do that oh if you get it done like the first because they're gonna shed their summer coat oh, for yeah, their winter yeah, coat yeah. and vice versa so it's usually a seasonal thing okay. but then you do have those weird dogs that just kind of have that 
shedding going on all the time. George, like, George, George just dog. started shedding like crazy this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Because it's getting warm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's probably dropping his winter coat. Yes, yeah. he is. Because even yeah, though the wet. weather, because Texas weather is bipolar. So even though yes. the weather doesn't cooperate with the seasons, the dog's bodies yes. are going to do their thing. So. Yeah, because tomorrow's supposed to be almost 80, and then Thursday's supposed to be 46. That's ridiculous. Or you could have your late winter storm, and then the dog decides, oh, yeah. I need a winter coat again, and it just sends him through a loop. Yeah. So, so brush your dog, brush your dog, brush your dog. Lots of brushing. No matter what kind of uh, fur What's a good right? brush? That So they have the different kinds of – so they do have the wire slicker brushes. But wire they have slicker brushes. Wire slicker brushes, but they also come in different um, – like forms, like they have a soft one, a medium one, and uh, the soft and medium. It's basically how stern or the, how the stiff the way, well, yeah, how how it gives. So, like if you have a Maltese or a Yorkie, you're gonna want to use a soft wire slicker brush okay. because okay. if the harder slicker brushes could scratch their skin. Mm-hmm. And you want to have multiple brushes because you might not always need that wire slicker right, brush. Right. Yeah. You're gonna have like a normal bristle brush or um. Like with your bigger dogs, we have I can't remember what it's called, but it's kind of shaped like a um a, a, a like a circular yeah oh, like yeah. a circular thing on a, on a stick yeah, like yeah. this, mm-hmm. and it has these little things on it, yeah. and it's good to kind of flip the hair off. Yeah. It kind of gets the undercoat out. Um, but yeah, it's just um, lots of brushing and and no diet and just being aware of your dog and so their moods. What do you do when your dog starts developing? A mat. Oh, yeah. Especially the the thin little fluffy ears and stuff. There's a dematting tool, and basically you can Google dematting tools, and it basically looks like kind of like a fork-like thing. Um, It's like scissors, on, but it's safer than scissors. So people, a lot of people, I took scissors to my dog, and I'm like, okay. Um, So they'll have these big gashes in them. Or another thing you don't want to use scissors for is because if they move the wrong way, you could slice your dog with your scissors. Yeah. So um, this tool is like scissors, but it's designed not to cut the dog. So if you if you Google dematting tools, um, dematting you could, tool. Yes, a dematting tool, and talk to your groomer because I yes, groomer. yes yeah. just come to me or come to your groomer and just ask them about these things because if if the groomer is a good groomer, you know, regardless of their job, they're going to help you do what you need to do for your dog right. so that, so that their way job every is time your dog comes in yeah it makes their job easier yeah and it's happy times and yeah. stuff. But anyways, yeah, so it's a dematting tool that you could use to help break down that. Uh, mat and it's like a yeah mm-hmm. and um just brushing if you brushing, notice the brushing, knot brushing. lots of brushing what about teeth teeth um and we'll just end with teeth yes we'll end with teeth <laughs> so we do do teeth brushing um you have the regular toothbrush you have the dog it's basically like us if you have if you think about it it's like you should brush their teeth every day it helps mm-hmm. prevent the tartar build up um stay try and stay away from wet food wet food helps build that tartar up faster i mean you can give it to them for a treat but wet food rots their teeth faster give them the dry food get you can get their teeth brushed every time you get them groomed and then you could also buy the stuff yourself and do it daily if you make the time to do it right my it's like my dog is like the mechanic the car, mechanic's car. It's like, I should be doing all this stuff for my personal dog. He's with me at work every day. Do I have the time to deal with him? No. So he never gets his teeth brushed hardly. You know, if I think about it, I do it. So it's kind of like, so I understand. But, you know, make time. You know, just like, you know, getting on your kids, brush your teeth every day. Yeah. Every day is good. Every time you get them groomed is good. It'll prevent, it, it'll prevent, it'll prevent the dentals to come yeah, faster. Because they got to put them... 
under to do the yeah, teeth correctly. A, a, yes, it's very expert to do your and teeth. And if your dog has terrible breath, they probably need the teeth brush just yeah. like a human. Yep, <laughs> and they could put stuff in their system just like a human. If yeah. they yes, the bacteria. And they wait till they're old. Yeah, yeah. And then so it's bacteria grows and now we have a, yeah. a health it. issue. It's all, yep, yeah. and a very expensive in teeth removal. Yes. Well, thank you, Miss Kimberly, for joining us today. And go uh, oh, at the end of uh, July, you'll be here. End of August, you've been here for three years. Three years. Oh, my gosh. Three years. Thank you, guys. It was fun. <laughs> so uh, next week, let's go parking or not. We are going mm-hmm. to talk about our dog parks traumatizing your dog. <laughs> There's, oh, dog parks. Yeah, we'll uh, get into the goods and the bads of dog parks, and I think you're going to be uh, probably surprised by some of our opinions on that. But we will talk about the whys. Mm. Um and if our discussion today uh, connected with you, feel free to reach out to us on our website, k-9culture.com. Uh, you can click on the contact us and uh, enter your dog training goals. Or if you have a question you'd like us to answer on an upcoming podcast, feel free. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, k9culturedogtrainingdfw for more dog training info. And if you are needing help with your dog, we'd love to help you guys. Uh, Reach out to us uh, through our website or give us a call. We'll discuss any issues you're having with your pup, what your goals are, and how we can help your pup uh, with their training journey. And until next time, go oh, have, have fun, fun with, with your, your dog. dog. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>